Good morning. Uh, first, I want to thank everyone for their, their cards and emails and well wishes during my recent shoulder surgery. Everything went very well, and uh, hopefully I just have to wear the sling for about two more weeks, and then I'll be out of it. So thank you again very much. Uh, a couple announcements. Uh, as It's hard to believe, but in three weeks, our 125th anniversary is coming up. Um, a couple notes on that. We're having a formal dinner that Saturday night at a country club. Uh, all of all families in the congregation should have received an RSVP card in the mail. Um, if you haven't, feel free to let uh, Susie Bishop know. Uh, but the due date for those RSVPs to come back are this, this coming Wednesday. Uh, so they can make plans for that dinner. So if you have any questions or any, any problems, you didn't receive a card or you lost it, just feel free to call the office and we'll be sure to help you out. Uh, we're also having, after our worship service that uh, Sunday, we're having a carnival in the back uh, for that afternoon. There's a sign-up sheet in the back in the narthex for those who are attending, uh, just so they can get a decent head count for food. And they're also asking that if you are coming, if you could please bring a dessert to share for that event. The Old Testament reading for this, the 12th Sunday after Pentecost, is from the 56th chapter of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come and my deliverance be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it, and holds fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, declares, I will gather yet others to him besides those already gathered. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the 11th chapter of Romans. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Now I am speaking to you Gentiles Inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? As regards the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake. But as regards election... They are beloved for the sake of their forefathers, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience that he may have mercy on all. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. 
My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you. From God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we heard about a woman who came to Jesus for help. Her daughter was possessed by a demon. As any mother would, she just wanted her daughter healed. It's not like she was asking for a million dollars or something for herself. She just wanted her daughter's suffering to end. And that's a good prayer, to be sure. But then something happened that may have surprised her and all of us. Jesus just ignored her. But it didn't matter if she felt Jesus was ignoring her or not. She knew Jesus was the only one who could help her. So she wasn't going to stop praying. And after crying out to him without stopping, Jesus said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. That woman didn't stop praying. Her prayer was answered. It's a great story. And yet this story could make some of us sad. It can make us sad because I think all of us have prayed at times for something and we did not get what we prayed for. I'm sure there have been times we prayed for something that was serious and didn't get it. And we prayed a lot. We prayed for better health and didn't feel like we saw it. Prayed for release from sinful thinking and didn't feel like we had it. Prayed for others, family, friends, and maybe didn't feel like anything changed, at least that we could see. I'm sure if I were to ask all of you to raise your hand if you have prayed for something and did not get it, that every hand in this church would go up. We could probably all think of a time when we prayed for something and felt like we did not get it. That's true. And yet I'm sure there are many times we have prayed and God's answer to us was clearly yes. And in fact, I bet there are a lot of times Jesus is giving you things you need every single day and you never even once prayed for those things because Jesus just gave them to you out of mercy and love, knowing what you need. I know there can be times we feel like God is quiet in our lives. But if we just look around us every single day, we can see God acting in our lives, giving us things we pray for and giving us things we have not prayed for. 
For example, in Luther's small catechism, when he talked about the things we pray for, that we need every day, Luther wrote a, a whole list of things. Luther said this, when we pray for daily bread, this includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. Just think about that list. Did you pray for all of those things today? Probably not. Probably not even half of those things. And yet all of those things, every single one of them, have been given to you today from God. Because your heavenly father knows you need them. A lot of us may pray when we eat a meal and thank God for the food that's staring us right in the face. But that's not all God has given to you. Today God gave you food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home. And yet did we pray for those things today? When you put your clothes on this morning, did you pray as you were putting on your shirt or your pants, thank you, God, for these clothes I'm putting on my body? Probably not. And yet I can assure you there are people throughout the world who are not dressed as fine as you are today. Christ is all around us. God's mercy is all around you. In fact, you are literally wearing his mercy. On your body. What about when you put something on as basic as your shoes today? I didn't look at all your feet this morning, but I'm pretty sure you're all wearing shoes or sandals of some sort. So, did you pray to God to have those shoes today? Just like that woman in our gospel reading who prayed without ceasing for her daughter to be healed? Or did you just go to your closet and just put them on? without even thinking, just assuming that when you opened your closet, they would be sitting there, ready for you to put them on. Christ is all around you. God's mercy is all around you every single day, giving you everything you need for the support of your body and soul. In fact, just look at you. You are wearing God's mercy on your feet. But praying for clothes and shoes is not usually on the top of our prayer list, is it? We probably do not pray unceasingly for clothing and shoes. We pray for other things. We often pray for more serious things. And the woman in our gospel reading who kept crying out to Jesus, well, she wasn't crying out about shoes, was she? She cried out to Jesus because only Jesus had the power to help her. Only Jesus could change her life. And he did. Jesus healed her daughter. Those are the kinds of things we usually pray for. We pray for good health. We pray for disease to be taken away. 
We pray for self-control in our lives. We pray for temptations to stop. We pray to be faithful to Christ unto death. Have those prayers been answered? Were they answered even when you thought you did not get what you prayed for? I think they have. I believe God has answered every prayer you have ever prayed. Because through Christ's crucifixion, God has answered your prayer. God has said yes to everything you've ever prayed for. You will have healthy bodies. And you will have healthy souls. All because your sins have been forgiven through the crucifixion of Christ. His death in your place. Your prayers have been answered. God said yes. And in Christ's resurrection from the dead, God has answered your prayers. Every single one of them. All of our prayers at the bedside of a dying loved one have been answered. All of the prayers you whisper at night to God when you are alone, those have been answered. God has answered every single one of them in the resurrection of Christ. Because you will not die. You will live in Him forever. God has answered your prayers, every single one of them. And He has said yes to you. All disease will end. And all deaths will stop. Even when it looks like our prayers were not answered. When the cancer spreads. When the Alzheimer's steals our memories. When a normal accident flips our lives upside down. God has already answered every prayer you have in the resurrection of Jesus. And he has said Yes, to you. He will give you all you pray for in Christ. And he already has. Just as God gives us shoes on our feet without even asking, so has God paid for all of our sins and the death of Jesus. And that forgiveness is all around you. Just as God has given us food to eat so we don't starve, so also has God given you living bread from heaven in the Lord's Supper so you will eat and you will live forever. God is showering you every day with so many blessings. They're literally all around you, staring you in the face, shouting out all that God is doing for you every single day. From the shoes you wear on your feet, to the clothes you have, to the homes you live in, to the sins forgiven, to the disease which will be destroyed one day, even to death that will one day lose its grip over all of us. These are all the things we pray for. And in Christ and because of Christ, they're already yours. In our gospel reading today, a wonderfully faithful woman cried out to Jesus. And she didn't stop, did she? Even when she felt like she was being ignored, even when she felt like her prayer was not being answered, she knew only Jesus could save her. 
And she knew only Jesus would be faithful to her, no matter what happened. And Jesus was faithful to her. And Jesus is faithful to you, no matter what happens. And no matter when you think Jesus has not answered you, he actually has. Whether in health or sickness, he is going to be faithful to you. Whether in days of easiness or tough days of temptation, Jesus is forgiving you. And whether it is through all the days of our life or the day of our death, Jesus will never abandon you. He'll always be faithful to you. He always has been, and he always will be. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.